Welcome to the Better Business Owners Podcast, where we showcase the businesses and members of our network and provide valuable insights on all aspects of the marketing and sales funnel. And now here's your host, owner of CDP Media, Jack Fortenberry. Welcome to the Better Business Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Fortenberry. And on today's episode, we have a special guest, Neil Robinson, who is not only a founding member of our Better Business Owners Network, but also an expert in email deliverability. Neil runs a successful business called Into Inbox, helping businesses improve their email marketing through email deliverability. And today, Neil will be sharing some valuable insights and tips on how how to improve your email marketing strategy to generate better results from your marketing efforts. So let's get right into my interview with Neil Robinson. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Neil Robinson, owner of Into Inbox. I want to say thank you so much for coming on and introducing yourself. And we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. So, Neil, can you tell us a bit about your background and how you got into email deliverability? Uh, yeah, right after high school, I decided to go into IT. It was either art or IT, and I chose you know more more lucrative business of technology and. And after, right after that, I started doing consulting for a lot of small businesses and got up to be uh, corporate, you know, worked for larger enterprises. And along the journey, it, I became the email guy. That was the one system that none of the other guys wanted to touch. So I started looking at emails. I enjoyed it. I loved seeing the, you know, trying to troubleshoot how messages got in and out, where there were problems, what was going on. And over time, I realized that there's a lot of people that just need help with their email deliverability. There's so many new rules that that are out there with all the different platforms like Google and Microsoft that they just don't know. And I want I want to help them. You know, email is such the the bloodline of businesses, and I know it's super vital. So I think it's valuable, and I, I just love to help businesses. That's awesome. So can you actually walk us through the process of how email deliverability works? Yeah. So the, the way emails work, of course, you know, someone composes on their on their computer or wherever it is, their their iPhone or wherever, they hit send and then it just magically appears at someone else's inbox. Or that's what people think. Well, in reality, there is a bunch of servers. There's all these different layers of security um, that are in place that when they do send the email out before they send, their email gets checked. Then it goes out. That server, like Google, say you're sending from your Gmail client, will then go to, say, a Microsoft server, say you're sending to a, a business associate, or Microsoft takes that email, and before they accept it, they look like, hey, is this legitimate? Is it really wanted? And they will do their checks to make sure that that email is, is safe and wanted. So at that point, they'll take it and decide, does it go in the inbox or does it go in spam? And everything you've done up to this point in your email will dictate that placement. And so there's a lot more to deliverability than just making sure the address is correct. And so that's that's what we do as far as troubleshooting is figuring out, are you doing things correct? Um, so yeah, so that that's how deliverability works because every, every email is handled differently. Hmm, so that's really interesting. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to the struggle of email deliverability. So on that line, what are some common mistakes that businesses make when it comes to email deliverability? I would say probably the number one thing, because there's two sides to email deliverability you have to look at. 
you have your business communications, you're talking to your client. Those are your one-to-one conversations. Those are usually not a problem. The biggest mistake most people make, or as far as especially businesses, is their marketing emails. When they go in, they they purchase their MailChimp you know, account, or they buy ConvertKit, or they do that. And they don't take the time to make sure that they properly set it up. Each one of these providers has steps you need to be doing to make sure your domain, your business domain, you know, you know, whatever it is, Microsoft.com, you know, Google.com, that's their business domain. They, you need to take that time to properly set it up following their instructions. And on top of that, don't use gmail.com. Don't use yahoo.com. Don't use the free mail. You know, if you have a business and you have a website, use your business domain. Those are the top two things I see is they, they'll still try to use their free mail and they won't properly set up their, their marketing platform you know, make sure that their authentication is in place and, and everyone's different. So you have to talk to them or, or, you know, talk to us to get it set up correctly. Well, I'm sure our listeners would also love to know more about how to identify inactive subscribers and make the necessary changes uh, in order to improve that. So can you give us some tips on how to do that? Yeah. Um, one of the best things to do when it comes to your inactive subscribers is, is building things out from the get-go. So when you look at email, and I talked earlier about every email gets checked based on your previous engagement, a lot of subscribers, they'll they'll do the opt-in forms. They'll say, hey, get my newsletter, get my stuff. And then they maybe won't email them or they won't have a system in place. Well, if you don't have a system in place and you never email them, you're going to be considered inactive. And if you do email them, the other side of it is they email too much and say you have 10,000 contacts in your list, which is pretty good size for, for a beginning business. And you just send every week the same emails over and over again, and you just don't really pay attention to it. What's going to happen is you're going to lose traction. A lot of the people are going to either stop opening them. They're going to stop engaging. And if you don't take that time to look back in the system, whether it's MailChimp, ConvertKit, whatever, they all have statistics. They can see who's opened, who's clicked, who's engaged with those emails. What you want to do is about once a month, depending on how active you are, maybe once a quarter. So this isn't something you have to do every day. You just want to look at the statistics and say, okay, who hasn't engaged in the last, say, three months? And just stop sending them. Take them out of your list. Um, and of course, this is always specific to every company. So don't take it and run with it saying, every every 90 days, I have to do it. You just need to be conscious of the, of the idea that, you do lose interest. Any business, anyone who does it knows they're going to lose interest and you just have to be prepared to be okay with cleaning it out. Awesome. So what are some common misconceptions about email deliverability that you often encounter when working with clients? Uh, probably the there's two big things. One is the ESP has everything set up for me and I don't have to do anything. I just put my list in and just go. Because obviously from earlier, I said you have to set up your own domain. You have to set it up. And also delivery rate. When you look in your your mail provider and you see, I made 99.9% delivery. That does not mean it got in the inbox. That means that email address was legitimate and it actually got accepted. But it doesn't mean it's in the inbox. So you have to be conscious of that number. And you honestly, as a business owner, if you do good things, you really want 100% delivery rate. But you have to be aware that does not mean it was delivered to the inbox. There could be a lesser deliverability rate 
of as far as inbox placements concerned. Yeah, th- there seems to be a lot going on that I think people don't really understand when it comes to email deliverability, especially how important it is to actually like you're putting all this effort into marketing and creating social media ads and they're clicking on links or registering for events or whatever. But if that email isn't getting where it needs to go, then it's kind of all that effort is is pointless at the end of the day. Um, so. I think of a lot of businesses may not fully understand their role in email deliverability. So the last little tip and trick that you can uh, give us, um, can you elaborate a little more on what businesses can do to ensure they're taking the right steps to improve deliverability? Yeah. So, so I would say the last tips and tricks that you want to do is um, one, when you set up your email system, create an, a, like an opt-in sequence, go ahead and get them just so you don't have to think about it. Go ahead and create like a three, three to six email sequence. So when someone opts in, they're automatically start getting emails from you, which is going to help your engagement. And then also the second part that I would recommend doing is, is be conscious about what you're going to send, send to your leads, send to those that are in your list, because if you don't send to them, you're going to become stagnant. And basically when you go to finally send that blast to your list, it's going to be like, who is this person? Why are they all of a sudden sending me 10,000 emails? And you're going to get in the spam folder. So those are two things I would say to make your life easier, plan your regular sends, set up an autoresponder. And then the last tip, put in your personal email address in, in your list. So when you send your blast, you know, if your email is going into your inbox or if it's going into your spam, that's an easy, no brainer, way just to know what's going on. Amazing. Um, and last little bonus question I want to throw in here just for our listeners. Can you share some success stories from your clients who have improved their email deliverability rates and what strategies did they use? Yeah. So we had one client that's been doing email for a long time. It was kind of a, he was an advertising guy. He basically between properly setting up his system correctly, just going through the steps for his provider say, let's authenticate you. And that's a whole nother thing, authentication and technical side with the jargons of SPF and DKIM and all that. As soon as we went in and just set his system up right, his open rates tripled immediately. Just from that one little thing, the, uh, the same guy too, he went in and turned his system to where it only emailed his engaged. That in itself also increased his open rates and increased his deliverability. So the two big things I talked about, setting it up correctly to begin with and cleaning out the unengaged made a huge difference on his conversions. And that's, like I said, every business is different, but that same idea, those same practices are vital to anyone trying to do email in their business. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on again. He's one of our founding members in the better business owners network and Neil, give a shout out to where people can contact you and uh, into inbox if they need your services. Uh, into inbox.com. We should have a schedule link at the top. So it's I N the number two inbox.com and just schedule a time with me to, uh, do an introductory call. Let me know what, where you're struggling, what's going on. If you don't even know what's going on, just schedule a call. I'll let you know relatively fast. Thank you so much, Neil, for coming. And I hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you again very soon. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good day too. 
And that's a wrap on another episode of the Better Business Owners Podcast. A huge thank you to Neil Robinson of N2Nbox for joining us today and sharing his expertise on email deliverability. We hope you found his insights valuable and that you learned something new. If you want to hear more episodes like this one, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other. And while you're there, please leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show show. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more people. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Better Business Owners Podcast.